Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, I'm Dan for Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers, here to share the easiest way to buy tires. Come to Dobbs. With the best tire brands and the biggest inventory, you'll get your tires the same day at the lowest price, guaranteed. Next time you need tires, get into Dobbs. We're talking blues hockey. It's the Joey Vitale Report on 101 ESPN. Alongside Alex Ferrario and Tanner Hendrickson, I'm Brandon Kiley. We're out here at Enterprise Center where the Blues had morning skate earlier today. And if you missed it, Craig Berube confirmed. Nick Letty, Robert Bortuzzo, both out tonight for game number three against the Wild. Marco Scandella, according to Berube, is a game-time decision. We're going to talk it all over with our friend and the Blues analyst for 101 ESPN and the Blues Radio Network, Joey Vitale, joining us via the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line. Joey, how you doing this morning, man? Joey! 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 Joey. Where are you? Sorry, Minnesota was doing a drill out there, and I was watching it. I got distracted. What's up? What's up, fellas? Hey, I'm doing excellent. How you guys doing today? Oh, we're doing really good, Joey. Uh, I, I would be doing better. I'm going to be totally honest with you. If the Blues had a healthy blue line yeah, going into this, Joey's one. already mailing it in. No, that's not true. That is not true at all. I'm a little worried though, Joey. Uh, give me some optimism. Why should I feel optimistic about the Blues' defense going into tonight's game? Well. Let's think about this for a second. I, you know, I think the biggest thing, uh, let's first talk about, you know, what what the issues are going to be. You know, I think Marco Scandella truly is a game-time decision. If they get him back, that could be a, that could be a big plus. You know, um, I know I know missing Letty and Bortuzzo, it's big. Listen, you're, you're talking about maybe one of your best penalty killers in Robert Bortuzzo. I thought he was in the shadow of Kaprizov in game one pretty well, and certainly there in game two before he got dinged up. So that, that could be an issue as far as the kills concerned. You know, Nick Letty's a player who, if you look back over his entire career, he hasn't he hasn't uh, subbed out of a lot of hockey. He hasn't missed a lot because of injury. He, he's typically a guy that goes the distance. He's a marathon guy. He's a dependable guy. He shows up. So I know he's struggling right now. I think he's really struggling being out, and not to mention with an injury like a concussion or, or an upper body injury, what they're calling it. But to me, it's, it's pretty clear it's, he's dealing with something in the head because of the hit. This is a tough thing for him to kind of be going through and witnessing from the outside. Now, the good news is, I think, you know, for Blues fans, is that although you have, you know, maybe a little bit lack of experience bottom pair, let's keep it that way, with Callie Rosen and, of course, Santini, if that's the way they go tonight with with, uh, Marco Scandella being out, uh, the good news is with you playing every other night, I think it's safe to say that those top four are going to log some massive, massive, massive minutes. So that, to me, is something where I know you're not going to be able to use six completely well. You've still got Colton Pareko. you still got Justin Falls. you still got Tory Krug. 
um, three of if the best defenders, I think, in this series, um, aside from probably, you know, Spurgeon and Dumba, maybe a little bit here and there, but I think that they've stood out to be the best three defenders in my mind. So you still have three of the best, you know, four in the top four there. And then I think that Nico Mikula is going to have a response game. You know, I think he got dinged pretty hard in that game too. You know, not a lot of playoff experience for him. He's dealing with the top end guys. Uh, Craig Brewery, Mike Van Ryan are going to get some favorable matchups tonight being on home ice. And I think one thing Nico Mikula has done very well is he has responded and he has had really good bounce back games. So to me, with those top four, with that bottom pair subbing in just every now and then, I think that this defensive group should be okay. Joe, when you played with the Penguins, I, if I remember correctly, that was a team that, that used to drive a lot of their offense from the physicality. Like the Chris Kunitz would forecheck really hard. You've talked about guys like Aaron Asham on the fourth line, Paul Bissonette, yourself. Like It's a team that drives a lot of energy from their physicality, and we're seeing Minnesota do that. How do you combat that if you're St. Louis? Well, the first thing you got to do is I think you gotta, you got to punch back. And I think that this is something that maybe the Blues haven't done um, as well as Minnesota has in this series. And I'm talking bringing that just sheer physicality, running through the wall, snarl, just kind of the heck with you style of hockey, right? This is something the St. Louis Blues, um, what they've done very well this season is, is puck possession, attack off rush, score a lot of goals. And, and they can do that, but playoffs are a different beast. And it's not that they, they weren't aware of this. You know, Craig Bruby weeks ago was talking about how they need to start increasing the physicality, playoff hockey, you got to bring it. And I think that Minnesota's had the edge over St. Louis. And we're starting to see that with the bodies that are going to be missing in tonight's game, starting with Nick Letty and Robert Bortuzzo. There's a couple of forwards on this team, by the way, that are really dinged up as well. So in order to kind of combat that, I would say that you've got to start bringing your end of it. You know, and this is the number one reason why I think a Dakota Joshua was drawn into the lineup here tonight. You know, Nathan Walker, of course, you know, a little bit undersized for the National Hockey League, especially going up against the Greenways and the Erickson X, and of course the Polinos. Uh, they, they want Dakota Joshua in there. And to me, that's going to be the answer to bring the energy and to bring that physicality. This fourth line, they're not going to be getting a ton of minutes. They haven't really been noticed a lot in the first couple of games. I think this on home ice, if you're going to get a matchup that you like, maybe you get an offensive zone. This fourth line's got to be the engine tonight. They got to be the ones running and gunning. They got to target Spurgeon. They got to go after Felino. They, they got to be the ones that are starting to bring that jam. And maybe you start subbing out some of the Minnesota players. Maybe some of them start getting dinged up. Maybe defense on the back end, like Brodeen, has to miss the game tonight because this fourth line of Joshua and Torpchenko and Bozak, they're just running and gunning and they're going and they're just taking a body. You know, this, this series is evolving in my mind after hearing some of the players talk in the hallway this morning. This series is evolving into like a bully versus bully matchup. You know, every series has a different identity. You know, I think that this, this series reminds me a lot of the Winnipeg series back in 19, where it was kind of like that bully versus bully. It was a lot of emotional, those Shifley versus Bennington, Bennington versus the coach. I mean, it was just uh, Craig Bruby yelling at the players. I mean, it was a lot of emotion, right, in that series. And it was kind of that bully versus bully. I think as the playoffs uh, evolved that series, I look at that Boston series as more of a gentleman series. There was just a lot of intelligence, a lot of experience. It was almost like a chess match. Th- this series, I wasn't sure how it was going to start, but I-, I know by game three I can confidently say this is, a, this is a, a bully series. I mean, I'm talking to some of the players. There's emotion. There's raw emotion. They want to get after these guys. They want to catch guys with their head down. They want to smash. They want to retaliate in, in, in the most intelligent way. But this is going to be um, an impactful game here tonight. I think it could be a very swinging game here. I think that obviously whoever wins this game is going to take a, a kind of a, a good hold of the series. But not only from being up two to one, but I think to just kind of having that 
kind of having that power over their opponent. That's why I think the physicality in tonight's game is going to be extremely important, and that's to me is where Dakota Joshua and players like Torpchenko really have to bring it. And apparently Pavel Buchnevich as well, who said earlier today, quote, I like getting hit. I like the emotion of playoff hockey. Quote, we can crush you, end quote. So I enjoyed hearing that from him as well. Uh, Joey, final question that I've got for you. We'll get you out of here on this one. Uh, the Blues have the decision tonight to be able to dictate the terms in terms of the, the matchups that they're looking for. How do you expect Craig Berube to go with those matchups? Who do you think he's going to put up against that grief line? And then who do you think he's going to be looking uh, to get going offensively tonight as well? You know, to me, I, I really kind of think that he's going to, you know, the obvious one is to free up the Thomas line. You know, they finally started coming around in that second game. They got that great, you know, put the power play goal aside. You know, it's not really, it doesn't really count in my mind. It really was that. It was the uh, rush chance that went from Thomas to Torpchenko to, to, to uh, Vladimir Tarasenko. That that was that spark. Okay, here it is again. Okay, it's been gone for about a game, game and a half, but there it is. We know what it looks like. It's back in the series. Okay, we we haven't lost this line completely. So that, to me, is a good spark. And I think now that it transitions back home, you have to free this line up. This is the most important line tonight. The Thomas... Tarasenko, Bushnell, they got to get up and running. They got to get that offensive zone game going. They got to make plays even quicker than usual because time and space in the series is really starting to evaporate very quickly. I think Thomas is starting to learn that, and he's been making better plays since then. He's evolving. This is what's so good about his game is he's so smart, and he will continue to evolve in that way. So that's the line to keep an eye on. I think Craig Burby is going to hide them. They're going to get him away from that grief line, that Erickson X Foligno, and, of course, uh, the Greenway line. You know, I think that they kind of want to keep the O'Reilly and Perron line free as well. I think they want to kind of keep them away from as well. Look for this weird matchup tonight. I, I'm telling you, I like I like Braden Shen's group against Eric Sinek. I think that that could be an interesting line for Craig Berube because you got Braden Shen, who although a third line center is, is so good in the defensive zone, he's so smart, he's so just intellectual about what a series needs, what a game needs. He's going to be very good about the defensive side. Ivan Barbashev is still one of the best 200-foot player wingers on this team. So I think if you put Barbashev out there, who is such a dependable go-to guy, with Shen, uh, that, that to me is two guys that understand that this is the line we have to take care of. And then, of course, the wild card is going to be Jordan Cairo. You know, maybe it, get, it gets spread out a little bit. Maybe you see um, Assad bounce down that line. But to me, I think that this is where the series is going. I think at home ice, it's going to be the Shen line that is going to be your match line. I think they're going to start evolving to be that defensively structured line because you got the two guys with Barbashev and Shen. And then, of course, if you can get Jordan Cairo to really buy into the defensive side of things, I think that that's where it could be, get really interesting. Again, I know it's kind of a, um, a wild assumption, especially because Cairo, maybe his defensive game hasn't been there all that often. But I think if, if he can show that he has that, um, I like that matchup with the Erickson Eck line because that frees up the O'Reilly line and, of course, uh, the Robert Thomas line. Uh, but like I said before, this is this series can turn for the Blues' favor in a hurry if the Thomas line gets going, and I think they really can. I think that they started to see a little bit of success during that second period, um, but they're going to have to find it in different ways. You know, at the end of the regular season, those last 20 games, they were having success where off the rush, um, coming over the blue line, pulling up, making plays, like we saw in game two, but it only happened once. This series is going to be more of an offensive zone. If you want chances, it's got to be from the corners. It's going to be from the O zone. It's going to be kind of getting to the front of the net. And whoever wins that net front battle is obviously going to be the team that, that continues to prevail in this series. 
Joe, it's interesting what you say about that shin Barbie line going up against the grief line. That's the same thing. We talked to Rick Tockett yesterday, and he mentioned the same thing. He even said, just a quick follow-up, that Jordan Cairo, he wouldn't be stunned if you see him uh, bump up to that O'Reilly line potentially, kind of like what you said. But he, he brought up David Perron maybe bumping down to shin and Barbie's line. Could you see something like that and taking Perron off of O'Reilly's line for that defensive matchup of shin, Barbie, and Perron against the grief line? You know what? I, I, I actually can't, you know, for, you know, I, I understand where talk is coming from there. I, I think what he's looking to do is bring a veteran down to the Shen line. Yeah. And, I, and I totally understand what he's saying there. I just don't know if it's Perron to me. It's to me, it'd, it'd be Assad. And listen, Jordan Kyrou's played with O'Reilly and Perron um, at Spurs throughout this year. And they've had, had success at Spurs throughout this year, especially when now that Kyrou's going, I, I thought he was one of the best blues forwards in game two, even before he scored that powerful goal. You saw his confidence. You saw him. Uh, he started moving better with the puck. He started getting more creative. He started being really assertive with the puck. He wasn't second guessing. He wasn't turning the pucks over. So now that you got Kyra going in a good direction, maybe maybe that confident nature kind of gets him going where he could be where he could be on that top line with you know obviously David Prawn and then Ryan O'Reilly. From there, it continues to build. Where then you can maybe bump Sod down. I, I just. I say that because I just think that this line needs what the grief line is for Minnesota, what the Barbashev, Sunquist, and Steen was for this team back in 19. I don't know if we have it yet. Um, we don't have the identity of that group yet, and I think Shen's the centerman for it, and I know that Barbashev is so dependable. Him, him and Oscar Sunquist to me were always those two guys that Craig Bruby loved. So you got those two already. Maybe maybe you bump down a Brandon side. You have a conversation with them, and you say, hey, man, this is what we need. This is the identity we need in the third line. You guys are going to be what the grief line is for Minnesota, and, and you can find very valuable minutes within that kind of nature. So I think that that's where this series is going. I just don't know when. It could start as early as tonight, but it could happen maybe a little bit later. Interesting. He's Joey Vitale. You'll hear him on the call tonight for Blues versus Wild. Game number three here in St. Louis. Pre-game coverage with Alex is starting at 6 o'clock. Take you all the way up until 8.30 when you get the puck drop with Joey and Curbs right here on 101 ESPN. Joey, always appreciate the time, man. Great breakdown today. We'll talk with you again soon. Thanks, boys. You guys have a great day.